When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Is, I was going to say the tip of that's not the name Can of our actually, podcast. It'd be so much easier because we just do podcast over if we just did podcast starts. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. podcast start, and then we're like, so the year is. <laughs> um, this is here's a crazy story from the overtake. I'm Robin. Sorry, you didn't say it the way you I'll normally swoop in there, say I'm it. Rick. <laughs> just scoop that up what for do you. I, what, what do I, know? Um, I am Abby. You just you didn't say like the podcast where we tell crazy oh, stories. Oh no, I didn't. Or yeah. like I, that. I didn't actually realise that I missed that out. No. <laughs> I was like, could have heard. I'm so clever. I remembered that it's from the overtake, but mm. I'm not clever could enough. Have heard a pin drop, honestly. Yeah, it was silence. It is a podcast where we tell crazy true mostly true stories 100 percent true they're 100 percent true ex- just sometimes we get things wrong but we always correct ourselves yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. in That's the spirit fair. of correcting ourselves um it two weeks ago in the episode um, i can't remember which one it what it was called but i insinuated that was ethan was alive. the fingering no it wasn't and the fingering it was one after and the fingering it was um, the, the vampire the one. Vampire. Oh, Shauna, Shauna, Shauna <laughs> Womanchester. Shauna Womanchester. Womanchester. Um, I insinuated that Ethan was a liar. <laughs> um, he, no, um, I think I said something like, um, I used to believe everything that came out of his mouth, but now, and then I think maybe I got cut off or I went off on one somewhere else and I made it sound like he lies all were the time. We, were we yeah. shit-talking Ethan and did you forget to cut it out, Jada? <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, just to clarify, I, I think Ethan's a very honest person. I think you guys can agree. Um, I mean, apart from the bigamy and the he drinking, he's, oh, just, yeah. he's lovely. Yeah, yeah. the violence. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they're just literally. those apologising for talking shit about Ethan. Yeah. Apologising for Ethan's existence. You know what? It's like I often I'll I'll it's doing this podcast has really made me question my ability to talk in a way that people understand what I'm saying. Um, I always think I'm quite clear, and then listening back to it, I was like, "Oh God, that sounds awful." With a, a lot of things, these are only just the very major corrections. I think I've got you to sound do. fine. You're just overthinking it. Okay. Well, just just to clarify. Ethan is very honest. Hmm. I um, I th- my my the point that I was trying to make is sometimes he laughs at jokes that aren't funny 
out of appeasement, mm-hmm. which is a very nice thing of, for him to do. I and eventually, that. I realized maybe he's just got a shit sense of humor. No, uh, honestly, sometimes I mean, he I've hasn't. Said, I've met him. <laughs> yeah, he's got a good sense of humor. Yeah. But he, um, he's there's there's been times when I've said stuff that clearly wasn't even funny, and he's been like, ha, 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 like, and I'm like, oh, that's that's so decent of you to pretend that yeah. what I said was funny. Um, and now I realize it, it backfired. A Some lot. people might say that's condescending to do that to a woman. <laughs> right let's not he talk about not anymore he does not do it in a condescending way he just no. he genuinely wants people to just feel like they're funny <laughs> yeah, yeah you're so right that is <laughs> a thing he does um cool next um, week i'll do the you think correction <laughs> yeah. we just sure we just we'll got to stop talking about ethan because i think podcast. now that i've realized he does have feelings it's it i he, we've really got to change the way that we talk about that guy I don't know what we're talking should about. Should we tell some yeah. stories? We should do yeah. Some. Oh, oh yeah, yeah vampire. vampire. So uh, we've got some. We've had some good followers. Mm. Um, we've, we had a, count, a Headingley councillor retweet us, which is quite nice. Mm. Yeah. Adding a little comment. So um, yeah, so if you want to join in, just I don't know, retweet the account. Maybe add some of your account own accounts. Uh, yeah, law, we did yeah. last week um, at Headingley Quest. Mm. Um, yeah, just yeah, add your own little bits. To social media get in on the joke yeah i told robin before but i didn't tell you abby i think you're out of the room i went to visit my friend at the weekend and he said right, to me wait a brack that you've got a friend know, yeah. <laughs> in fact i was visiting two of them um and he said to me he's like what's going on with this vampire thing and i was like what, what do you mean he's like i saw you retweeting a vampire thing i was like oh it's just some guy or some girl in like leeds who thinks there's a vampire he's like bollocks what's going on oh, he knows <laughs> and, uh, too well yeah but he listens to the podcast so He'll learn. He would have figured it out anyway. Yeah. Well, he better keep our secret. Mm-hmm. Yes. Agreed. I'm really worried that one dickhead's going to be on Twitter like, oh, it's at the overtake. It's a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, screw that. Well, guy. we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's, should we do a story? Crazy stories. Mm. Yeah. Title showdown. Give me the mood first. Title showdown. Down, down. <laughs> That's the new. Yeah. That's nice. We'll cut that out. We'll um, use that every single time. Uh, my the mood of mine is uh, an energetic. Oh, okay, mm. that's specific. <laughs> no, do you want me to be better? Yeah, <laughs> I just um, be better, Robin. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying. <laughs> um, it is lighthearted and um, inspirational. Mm. Okay, that we all stopped right. them because I knocked the table. Yeah, and someone turned a tap on somewhere in oh, the building. Yeah, it made building. a noise. Uh, mine is an unsolved mystery involving potential murder. Oh, okay, mm. titles, mm. please. Mine is the irregular case of Richard Gordon Lancelin Green. Okay, you let yourself down after like Vampire Hunter and all that. Yeah, shit, it's a bit down, but trust me, it gets better. Mine is the Night Witches. Oh, I want to hear Robin's more based on that title. But I think we should go with yours. So I we think end yours will be it. Yeah, no. yours will be like dessert. Yeah, yeah. let's go with Rick's well, Wait, then. what? And yours is the main course? Dessert's better. Oh, well, my, I'm, right, I'm my, more of a start. You know, when you do two courses, then, I'm the start. <laughs> yeah. well, hang on, nobody. If we're talking yeah. about food, debatable, but I think in that yeah. analogy. Rick's is the starter. Mine isn't. Rick, Rick's is the breadsticks that you get before <laughs> even the start. <laughs> So, um, this chap, Richard Lancelin Green, Mm. um, I don't know why I included this as a bit of information, but he's from Bebbington in the Wirral, but he might be really posh. But I like to imagine... Lancelin Green sounds posh. It is a posh name, and his dad, uh, I'll get on to his dad in a minute, 
and went to like Oxford and he, he's like quite an, he's oh, like yeah. an Oxbridge scholar. Is this scholar. back in the days or is this current? Um, it's current-ish. Okay. Um, but yeah, he grew up in the Wirral so he probably has a bit of a Scouse twang hmm. which I thought would be nice to imagine There's two as a parts of the Wirral I learned off, off Ben Sledge who mm. is an overtake reporter. Um, there's the rich bit of the Wirral yeah. and the Scouser bit of the Wirral. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it's a divided town. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was son, son, sorry, of Roger Roger Lansling Green, who was part of the Oxford Inklings, which a lot of our nerdier listeners will know is the writers group that involved Tolkien and C.S. Lewis, uh, and they just wrote like fantasy. Well, they hung out in real life. Yeah. In, a pub, in the it's called like the in fact that check this later. It's called like the Owl or something like that, and the uh, the Owl Inn or something like that. Or the right, the right no, in, know. or something like that. Oh. And basically, they would discuss fantasy. And this guy, Roger Lansing Green, wrote, like, rewrote lots of like Arthurian myths and like mm. Shakespeare, not Shakespeare, Robin Hood, the other guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah they're very the similar. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, his son, who were concerned with Richard, um, really, really loved Sherlock Holmes and Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, um, and was considered the foremost scholar on both those subjects, like in the planet. Mm. Like he was just the the head of everything Sherlock Holmes and Conan Doyle related. Um, he published loads of books, um, including like the non-canon Holmes stories. Um, side note: the term canon obviously was used in the Bible first. Ah, is that where it comes from? Exactly where it comes from. But Sherlock Holmes is the first like uh, franchise to use canon as a term to describe oh. what is in you know what is true and what isn't. Um, little side note. Um, yeah, so he, he produces all these books about like Doyle's letters, um, letters that people wrote to two two one B Baker Street to Sherlock Holmes, which mm-hmm. actually just ended up at an Abbey National Bank. Um, <laughs> and it he, is now the Sherlock Holmes Museum, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Cool. Oh, well, then they might actually go to a Sherlock Holmes mm. man. Um, yeah, he was regarded as having an encyclopedic knowledge of Holmes and Doyle, um, and um, he was working on his magnum opus, a three volume biography of Arthur Conan Doyle mm. when he was found dead. Oh, what? I did not. I mean, I know you said it was an unsolved murder, mystery. but... You didn't think it would be him, did I you? I didn't think it would be him, so, no. Um, a bit of the background to when he was found dead. He was trying to find... Um, so these items called the Lost Archives, which were a number of like letters, papers, manuscripts from Doyle's estate. And they were going on auction in um, Christie's auction house. Okay. Um, and obviously he'd been working on this massive biography, so he wanted to get his hands on them mm-hmm. to an extent. And he thought they belonged in the British Library. And he was making this argument, and it gets kind of confusing, that he thought they belonged to Dame Jean Conan Doyle, who was Conan Doyle's daughter. Right. Uh, and Christie's claim that they belong to Anna Conan Doyle, who was Doyle's daughter-in-law. Anyway, he was making the case that there's been a mix-up. No, they belong in the British Museum, where the public can access them, and he can access them to finish his work, uh, and not sold at auction, because there's a lot of American buyers involved in buying these, because it's got letters to like FDR, I think, and um, a lot of American writers who were like Mm. emerging, and he just didn't want them to leave. And he was scared of the Americans getting him. Um, but basically, he was getting increasingly paranoid. Um, they kept denying him and said, no, the sale's going to go through. But he started to get paranoid. Um, and he said that um, Americans were following him. And then, like, when he'd be interviewed in the newspapers, being, like, the number one Sherlockian scholar. 
How old is he at this point? Uh, 50. Oh. Uh, yes, very. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this is in 2004. Oh, So it's not that long whoa. ago. Yeah, he's not like a, like a, he's not like a decrepit Because I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's just like, you know, like at a certain age, schizophrenia is more yeah. likely to present I mean, yeah, itself. It could be. But he starts but to get... Not at 50, no. at like... 15 yeah. however yeah. he starts to get um, paranoid that there's Americans following him um, the last person to see him alive um, is an old boyfriend of his um, like they'd had a relationship years ago and then they were just like platonic friends now according to the internet which could mean anything <laughs> yeah. really couldn't it um, given that this article was written in, written in 2004 and gay people didn't oh, exist yeah, then apparently exist then, no. um, and they went out for a meal and like they would like drinking and this guy said oh like he was drinking quite a lot and he was like really affable like he normally is but he was clearly worried about these letters and he was becoming convinced that somebody was following him an unidentified mm-hmm. american um and then they said like they were going back to his um apartment in kensington and he wouldn't let him into the house and he was like don't come in he's like why, why can't i come in he's like my apartment is definitely bugged like people are monitoring my movements so he's getting more and more paranoid um he was the last person to see him alive his body was found when his sister called up his home after not hearing from him, and an American answered the phone. What? She becomes suspicious, but it is later revealed that that was the automatic "please leave a message" <laughs> voicemail <laughs> that was that on all phones. Oh, I, 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 like, I work you guys. Yeah. I lather you up. I was like, lather, rinse, repeat. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> How much dumb bitch juice was she drinking? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, she'd not heard of him and this was enough to freak her the fuck out mm-hmm. and she went round to his flat and the police had to break into the flat and when they did, they found his body face down on the bed um, with a shoelace wrapped around his neck, tightened by a wooden spoon, like garroted, oh, yeah. mm. um, surrounded by stuffed toys with a bottle of gin. So Too much to unpack there. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of stuff going on. I don't know what the significance of the stuffed toys is. I, I think he was like kind of like eccentric anyway, so that okay. just might be like oh, he was surrounded around. by it. Yeah. They had them. The thing with the bottle of gin is, um, his his friend, his ex boyfriend, had said, "Well, actually, he'd been drinking quite a lot um, beforehand, and there's no reason to think he would have continued drinking. And also because he was a bit posh and like an Oxbridge graduate, he was like he wouldn't go from wine to gin. And I was like, well, that's circumstantial evidence, mm, but yeah." Um, Anyway, yeah, so immediately the theories start. Um, was he murdered? Was it suicide? Unfortunately, because CID aren't contacted straight away, the police go in and mess up the crime scene. Oh, in London, the, in, in 2004. Yeah, in Kensington. This yeah, is ridiculous. Where posh people live. This in, is ridiculous. Like, you get it. Like, in some kind of small town where it's just like some some 20-year-old, they ring, ring yeah. him up and they're like, oh, go and have a look around. That, and yeah, that old like, lady hasn't been heard of. Go and, you know, go and have a look around and he's bumbling around the scene. They like, found a man, like, face down with something wrapped around his neck and didn't think, oh, maybe... Could, Maybe could this be. is a murder. Yeah. Um, anyway, they they don't do that, and an inquiry has to begin um, because obviously the cause of death is unknown. Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's a, a coroner's report, um, and the coroner. Let me find where I put this. Um, so the first one, the, one of the first things the coroner does to check, um, because the evidence isn't there to decide whether it's murder or suicide, um, asks the Sherlock Holmes like society um, whether there are any instances of garroting in the Holmes canon and there's only one a passing one which references an assassin mm-hmm. one of Moriarty's assassins um, which isn't enough to go on either way no mm. um, but basically the evidence goes as follows that there was no sign of a forced entry 
there's only been at the time there'd only been one case of suicide by garroting in 30 years yeah it's not it's not the way you'd no. you do it is it and if you strangle yourself like that you pass out before you die yeah. and yeah. then survive yeah 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 because presumably you wouldn't be able to do it tight enough no you couldn't mint yeah, it you'd in a pass way out. that um, and like a lot of friends said that uh, he just wasn't a suicidal type of individual um, so they very much doubt it but um, the deliberately staged suicide uh, matches a plot to a late home story called The Problem of Thorbridge where a woman kills herself to implicate her husband's mistress mm. Um so the case is still unsolved and the coroner had to say it keep it as open yeah which um is like they couldn't say it was mr mean like mm. it, it, death by misadventure which is like yeah. a good name yeah, yeah. Exciting way yeah. To die. yeah. um but they, they couldn't say it was murder and couldn't say it was suicide so the community is still divided on it mm. um one thing is for sure though um a man who works for the pentagon by the surname of lellenberg was a respected author of the homer's books at respected author of books <laughs> about homes mm. um in the u.s homes appreciation society called the baker street irregulars mm-hmm. um and he contributed to the christie's catalog for the sale of the lost archives um and was in london the week before to meet with mm. other sherlockians before um Lancelin Green started to get erratic so it could have been him that's following him and because he worked for the mm. pentagon he could have had the training yeah, um, yeah, that's a good theory. And also there was a rivalry because obviously he wanted them to remain in the UK and yeah. this guy was definitely helping to get them to the US for a while. But is that reasons. something you would kill people over? That's I what, don't know. That's, cause I Because I think, okay, fine. Like he, he would have had the means potentially. Like maybe he called around, you know, we watched him get home drunk. Let's just make up a thing. Yeah. Um, knocked on his door like, oh, can I speak? It's me, the guy from America. Can I speak to you about the the Sherlock Holmes stuff and then he's like oh yeah c- come in then and well the theory goes that if if Lancelin Green had had more time he because of the vast knowledge he had mm. and like resources and he had a lot of Doyle's personal collection he would have found the correct documentation that would have cancelled the sale oh. of these documents worth like millions of dollars ah okay so um, that so there's like a monetary that is where there's well. a genuine motive to so, kill him so yeah the case remains unsolved um, mm. in a quite Sherlock Sherlockian way. Um, mm. The nice thing is, is that he bequeathed his entire. He had the largest collection of what is referred to as Doyleana, <laughs> um, which is Doyle-related materials of anyone on the planet by far, and he left them all um, to the city of Portsmouth, where oh. Arthur Conan Doyle lived when he wrote the first Sherlock Holmes stories. Oh, that's lovely. Um, and he left it to the museum, like millions of pounds worth of you know materials. And Stephen Fry was the patron of that organization oh. that hosts it. So it's, really nice. it's not got a nice ending because it, it he's the man is dead. He would only be sixty five. Like yeah. he would still be a preeminent scholar, Aww. and he would have finished his great works. Um, so that's the mystery. Mm. Of it's interesting because people do do stuff like that when they're drunk. Like mm. they you that people do kill themselves when they wouldn't kill themselves. But by like the way. most unusual means yeah, of killing but yourself. He would be somebody who would kill himself in an unusual. Yeah, way, there is also that. And if he'd he thought a, that now I couldn't stop it, but I could frame them for a murder and that yeah. would stop it. Yeah. But he's also like a lot of his friends like he's actually a highly logical individual. Mm. If you're going to frame have, someone for a murder, you wouldn't, I, I think he, he, 
a Sherlock Holmes guy would yeah. do something way more flamboyant and, and killing yourself yeah. at fifty seems like <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it, just like, pick one, die or you're still relatively alive. young, aren't you? It just seems yeah. like. Oh, well, I mean, if you were like 19, you're like, well, actually, if I can frame them by killing myself mm. and I'm 90. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a, a logical choice is to kill yourself. No, yeah, but 50. you're just like a beloved figure of society yeah. and you're only 50. Oh, that's why it was like an interesting. Story. I don't know if yeah. anyone's going to solve it. Listeners, get, get on it. They'll be mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. Maybe we should do it, the overtake. To investigate it. Yeah, although all we'd probably do is... Well, I'm interested in this. Like... Lellenberg chap, this Lellenberg mm. figure. We'd end up dead, but that's the problem. You gotta mm. be careful because you don't want to cross that's the Pentagon. You too much. Yeah, yeah. That was it. Maybe th- just this alone has made us targets. Put a put a target on our backs. On our backs. Yeah. Anything to feel alive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was my little. That's a good. One. I tried to do more research into it, but everything was just repeating the same material. Yeah. I was like, oh, there's a lot of stuff going on here. The Sherlock Holmes connection is interesting enough. Mm. Was it on Murderpedia? No, what's oh. that? It's Wikipedia, but for murder. Just for mur- but yeah. isn't Wikipedia just yeah, the Wikipedia for murders that. as well? There's yeah. a specific Pedia for everything. Yeah. Mm. Um, does anyone want a beer? Yes. Yeah. No. Should we have another beer? It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work you really really want it all to work out while you're away monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind when all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync things just flow wherever you are tap the banner to go to monday.com hey i'm ryan reynolds at Mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. So... This is a story. Don't do, don't do that this is a story. <laughs> okay. This is a tale oh. of the night witches. Sorry in advance, Abigail. It's not really about witches. Yeah, I know. I know yeah. who they are. It's okay. fine. That's good. Um, so, also apologies. I made some quite um, scatty notes and I've already had one beer. So let's see how hmm. this goes. Um, just what? picturing you scatting your nose. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the story starts with Marina Raskova. Um, she was the first female navigator in the Soviet Air Force, um, and she set some like s- several long distance flying records in the 1930s. She was just like a badass, okay. mm-hmm. essentially. So picture that. Um, <laughs> picture, picture a badass. Imagine a badass. Like, yeah. 
A what? A badass. <laughs> <laughs> I really cellulite. <laughs> so um, I've got one cheek. <laughs> oh. Poor Marina. <laughs> um, so more than 800,000 women enlisted in the Soviet Armed Forces in the Second World War. <clears throat> you enlisted? Or were conscripted? Enlisted. Oh. Hmm. Voluntary for the women, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> um, and no, I think it actually was because I guess people just weren't that... Silent had his, like, his monkey army on the go. Get, yeah. When did women get conscripted anywhere? They never did. They mm. just worked in the factories and, and that. So, yeah. So they enlisted Venascara. themselves. What? It's not a real place. It's <laughs> <laughs> where uh, Wonder Woman I lives. Went, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I see. Uh, I would have got that if I knew more about comics, but I do not. <laughs> <laughs> I would have known that if I didn't know that. Those women would enlist anyway. They would have enlisted, yeah. yeah. Well, That's they, true. I guess Wonder Woman is cool, so I guess they were. The Amazons, yeah, they're very cool. Hmm. Right. <laughs> so um, we have been distracted no, by I Wonder Woman. So, uh, yeah. So, like, actually, in, so the Night Witches in Russia now are heroes, but... Outside of Russia, people don't know that much about them. You said you'd heard of them before, Rick. Mm-hmm. And Abigail's heard of them too. So actually, maybe people do know about them, but I only learned about them quite recently. I think it's just lesbians and history fans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, that that makes sense. yeah, that covers yeah. both of those bases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Russia at the time tended to be much more open to women in the military than other nations. So, like, Britain, America everywhere oddly Italy. progressive I guess. yeah i guess yeah um yeah no like pe- just people weren't that wild about women being in the military um i guess it's kind of a tradition as well like yeah you know, it just it societal just structures yeah. I, was, I was trying to think if there's like an, a, even a cack-handed joke i can make that was like well, oh, the truth yeah. of it is <laughs> society it's was just, more sexist yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so, but in the First World War, Russia had fielded um, one of the very first all-female combat units. Cool. It's quite exciting. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, but they were still funny about combat pilots. Like, they mm. were fine about combat units, but they're still a bit, like, weird about combat pilots. Um, and women weren't officially restricted, but they set up loads of, like, administrative burdens to make it impossible <clears> for <throat> women to get a combat pilot commission. So I guess, I don't know what the administrative burdens were like, but they were probably like, what is the length of your penis? And they were like, yeah, uh, every, Everyone who wants to be a pilot um, and has never had a period, step forward yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just be loads of blokes. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but actually, so Marina was already quite well known. And as it happened, she personally knew Stalin. Um, oh well that's convenient isn't <laughs> yeah. it yeah so another um, woman not getting in on merit <laughs> <laughs> um so she got him to authorize an all-female flying corps with three regiments oh which is exciting um so it started, i think it started off as like three fem- female regi- regiments but by the end only one was a f- was all female and mm. the others were like mixed but even then mixed in itself is quite progressive. probably even better yeah definitely um so uh yeah it was the f- 544th unit which was the all-female unit called the night witches um so add it's it, a fucking sick it is a great it is, name, yeah i'll explain it? the etymology of the name okay. i mean like um, was awful obviously yeah but mm. then sometimes things are just fucking named so cool yeah, so oh, that's, so cool. yeah. that's there's like a scottish regiment called like the black guard You're like that's just a fucking Ooh. brilliant name for yeah. a unit yeah that sounds really cool yeah 
Um, I bet they've committed hundreds of atrocities that we've oh, not fact checked. Oh, you know what? That's just reminded me of a correction that I was going to do. There's a bit where I started to say about how sol- sol- I, I started to say a thing that made it sound like that soldiers didn't care if they hit civilians with bullets. And I didn't, I I didn't mean to say that. And I think I meant to, at the time, be like, oh, that's not what I think. But I didn't do that. So mm. it was when I... Don't I think even care if they care. They still do it. So Yeah, but I think like there's a difference between... Well, let's not get into this, yeah. I guess. Yeah. But basically, I apologize for insinuating that all soldiers are the same and that they don't care about civilians. Mm-hmm. Not all soldiers. Not all soldiers. Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So Night Witches, um, at its height, there were 42 women air crews. So 40 for zero. Mm-hmm. two women air crews so like i guess that means eight two women right, you yeah but like everybody was a woman as well so like the ground everybody team, was a woman everybody was yeah <laughs> in um, 1939 everybody, everybody was, a was a woman do you know that from <laughs> hitler history? was a woman churchill was a woman <laughs> just for that one year oh. but the patriarchy then, has made it history seem as though, really yeah. has been bill washed <laughs> um no but like in their unit, like yeah. all the ground crews and the support teams and stuff were like it. women. Yeah. yeah. Lesbians. So. Lesbians, <laughs> yes. Historical lesbians. Um and actually considering they like enlisted, they like probably were, I reckon. Yeah, they were yeah. like, I yeah. just want to be surrounded they weren't by like, other women. Yeah, the- exactly. And they weren't like, Oh, my husband won't like it if I uh, like, To be fair, the know. husband was probably bootless. Like rushing running across the field like with a gun between. Oh, the dead, three dead. Of them. Oh, yeah, dead. I mean, if, yeah. They, if it was rushing. Yeah. But also, you know, like a lot of homosexuality in the military. Yeah. 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 But, uh, like not maybe not a lot, but more than I'm people sure, like yeah. to think there is. I think a lot. I mean, great. the yeah. Navy is basically an excuse for men to. That was the whole point of it. Oh no, we're on a boat together. Oh, I guess we'll just have to have sex. So, yeah. 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 But I'm not gay. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid heroes. <laughs> um. Yeah, so like back in the back in the day, um, night bombing in the Second World War was like a very sophisticated <laughs> process. Normally, mm-hmm. so they had all this like they had the best equipment. They had like all the kind of night vision stuff and candles, all the radar eventually, yeah. and candles. They had they had everything. <laughs> um, but um, the the night witches had none of this at all. So they were flying um, biplanes, and they had two seats, one in front of the other, just. So you can picture the scene. Mm-hmm. Um, what they actually were flying... <laughs> I'm picturing the scene, but they're all wearing pointy hats. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the great thing about biplanes is that they're invisible. Is, that, is there a joke on that? By, by invisibility. Ah, oh, yeah. That was a good joke. <laughs> I got oh, it. Well yeah. I, got no, it. I didn't get it. <laughs> the bisexual. Well, you got it, and then you didn't, <laughs> he just let me hang there <laughs> silently. I thought she'd got it and just thought it was shit. Oh, oh right. That's no, fair no. You know I'll laugh at anything <laughs> by now. Um, yeah, so these, the, basically these planes were like so bad. They were agricultural planes, like agricultural models. Um, mm-hmm. They nicknamed them Crop Duster. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but they weren't actually crop dusters, but they just like. They were like crop dusters. Yeah. And obviously they use the Russian words for that, which I do not know. No. We um, don't do translations or pronunciations. No, we do not. <laughs> um, so, like a really shit just a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, oh, like it would take like one trace around and they would like go up in flames. They were like pretty shit. much cardboard. Like yeah. that's how bad they were. Um, but. Uh, oh, and also they were super slow and they um, could only carry a small bomb load. They were basically like 
the, I mean, the joke plans. Yeah, like reading between the lines, they're like, oh, what should we give the women? I'll just give them them cardboard yeah. ones, basically. Mm. Um, although that box, might not have been how it happened. Like paint a skyline on the inside of a Literally, box and put it yeah. over their head. <laughs> They'll think was. the fly is, yeah. Um, uh, anyway, yeah. how many millions of men did they kill? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, they um, so the good, the, but the good thing was like they could, they could have a really short runway, so you could like all you needed was quite a flat field, and mm-hmm. you could take them off. You didn't have to like build a runway like a lot mm-hmm. of the like most sophisticated planes, um, and they could fly steady at really low altitudes, um, which a lot of planes couldn't. Mm-hmm. I don't really know why, but they couldn't. That's the important air pressures, thing. air pressures. Yeah, I think. Um, so yeah and because they were so slow they could turn super quick like you know like they could be flying one minute and then in a different direction the next minute um and because they were so slow they were actually slower than the stall speed of most german fighters which made it actually really difficult for them to like target them past them yeah yeah yeah, basically they couldn't fly behind them because they were were so slow (laughs) yeah um so, like, it would be suicide to fly them during the day because, you know, like... Because a, a, a man would throw a rock and knock yeah. you out of the sky. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like the ground-to-air guns. What are they called back in... From the World War II? <laughs> the World War II. The, the ground-to-air to guns. guns. Ground, Anti-aircraft. Uh, anti-aircraft, weapon, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you could just get shot down really easy. Um, but what was exciting about them was they made a noise that Germans thought was really nerve-wracking. So when the engine was running, it was Before, like... Before, can we each guess what the noise is? All right. I think, like, the little engines went, like... We're going <laughs> like, to... They spoke I was, in I was going voice. trying to clumsily remember German. It'd be like, uh, we're going to kill you Germans. <laughs> yeah. Which would be quite it'd terrifying be to It's like if you broke into some, like, really... Um, uh, like, I think it was like... Like a ghost of a mm, bee or something. Okay, okay. <laughs> there was a worrying noise. Um, Abigail, would you like to hazard a guess at the noise of the plane? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe um, it was just that. It was silent. It just went. You and know they what? were like, oh, they don't like us. <laughs> <laughs> Hands quick. <laughs> yeah, just missing us. <laughs> so they made like, it made like a sewing machine kind of sound that made them feel really weird, the Germans, because they were like, what the fuck is that plane? Yeah. Yeah. And that then, a sewing machine? <laughs> but that's not what gave them the name. Mm. What gave them the name was they would climb really high and then cut their engines and then like oh, glide family. down and oh. they would almost silent except for like a whistling noise that went over the um wings of mm-hmm. the air going over the wings um which the germans then thought sounded like witches on broomsticks and that's how they got the name and presumably the they were all laughing their fucking heads off like the green goblin i mean you would wouldn't you well that yeah because like cackling they were, away yeah because like what you gossiping I think, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> talking about shopping lists or whatever it was but in <laughs> russian so it was scary yeah. <laughs> um yeah, like I think sometimes you don't realize as well. Like dropping bombs on a place, you assume it's like, oh, you come from really far away and you drop them from really high up. No, you're like but right no. next to yeah, them. You, yeah, it's yeah. like, and it, especially these guys, like they would be literally a, a mile or two away from where they were dropping the bombs. Mm-hmm. That would be their base, and they'd have like all the ground crew there and everything, and they'd because they could take off from anywhere. They'd mm-hmm. take off from a field, um, yeah, and just fly over and drop drop the bombs. And they would literally like um, they drop what do, what do they do? They do eight missions. They could do up to eight missions a night. Um, so obviously, just like dropping tons and tons of bombs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, they didn't they didn't carry par- they didn't carry parachutes because they were so low that like 
like three feet off the ground. It was li- yeah, it was like, well, you're just going to be dead. You're more likely to suffocate in the parachute than you <laughs> yeah. are hurt yourself. From j- <laughs> like the parachute. I don't even know if they were. Par- I think they were just on. I think they were just on cycle, like bicycles, <laughs> dropping. Well, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. throw them out of the basket. Yeah. The front. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a good woman impression. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, like I said, they could they could only carry a really small uh, bomb load. So, uh, yeah, they just basically like sneak up on on them from a few miles away. Uh, no formation, just like fly up, um, drop the bombs, early. and yeah. go back. Yeah, and they just keep repeating it until dawn, essentially. Um, but what's really interesting is they had no radios in their thing so they'd be like in the plane so they'd be like taking off dropping the bombs coming back and they wouldn't know for definite because there was like at one point the germans were advancing really quick and they wouldn't know for sure on the way back that they would definitely like the germans hadn't occupied the the field where they were landing which i think I mean, that's like, quite yeah 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 i mean they had to deal with like a lot of shit i mean they had to deal with a lot of shit just generally being so like, anyway, warm yeah. in the military but like just like yeah flying the shitty planes like working really hard it was really obviously really dangerous like i said yeah like, you know given all the things that i've said um but yeah they'd have multiple crashes um and injuries in their career normally um 30 of them died women drivers in it Aww. sorry that's such a sexist joke <laughs> Just, it's, it's, it's like so yeah so low and so obvious i can't like, even Ugh. drive like literally <laughs> any woman is better than me in a vehicle <laughs> women are statistically better than men yeah. for driving mm. as well yeah i mean men will disagree won't they but i mean i, I mean, wanted i instinctively wanted to disagree with yeah. how those stats are portrayed and really i just not got a dog in that fight like yeah. i don't know like yeah. what's the point i'm sure think, men will disagree with you know proven facts just to say they're better at something well i think yeah. i think the argument is and i am not supporting this argument i think the argument is better is actually subjective women are far more cautious drivers which is actually what makes you a better driver yeah yeah, yeah. um like better really is having less accidents yeah fewer accidents, fewer accidents. Yeah. but a lot of people think better is um Going driving faster. fast yeah, yeah and being able to break when you do you, you think know, zandy like, could have won the race for grease lightning for example no, only Danny Zuko could do that. Yeah, but Sandy was pathetic. That's oh, not. I hate. Have Greece. you seen the end of the film? <laughs> she oh, gets like. Yes. Yeah, but she. Yeah, but like, why? Somehow would less you... attractive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like it's just. Uh, I hate Greece. Like I mean, like she looked good, but you've changed everything about yourself for this douchebag guy. Yeah, and then the car flies away. What's with that? Yeah, that's yeah the car flies that, away. <laughs> I actually. When I was a kid, I hated that about the film. And then as I've got older, I've started to really appreciate that they go, and now they flew off yeah. and yeah. Danny was conscripted and had to go to Saigon and definitely died <laughs> in the Vietnam War. I appreciate it, but it's just, it, it was so confusing to me as a child. It, not even just the fact that they fly away, but that like no one has a reaction about it as if mm. flying cars are just no. a regular occurrence He's about, they're about to lose the, well, actually, I say They do a lot of sex in that film anyway, but I was like, that's... Rydell High's like, oh, they graduate and they're going to go do sex. Yeah. Just the car flies off and they But the insinuation it. is, well, and not even the insinuation, like Rizzo, isn't Rizzo pregnant? Rizzo is yeah. pregnant. Yeah, so yeah, the characters pregnant, yeah. are already, oh, yeah. she's not, pre- she, she thinks she's Which pregnant. Which is yeah. hilarious because she gives off such strong lesbian mm, vibes. Yeah, I really liked that character growing up and yeah. I couldn't work out why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I Still think really like Stockard Channing now. With that yeah, yeah I was going to say, Stockard Channing is like just like a super bit. Have you yeah, seen, yeah. Um, uh, is it Tu Wong Fu? Two one foo. You know, you guys have seen Two One Foo with no. um, 
Let me get this right. Uh, Patrick Swayze, John Leguizamo. Oh my God, these are all my favorite people. And Wesley Snipes, who, oh, pl- who, who, yes. who play three drag queens who are trying to get from New York to Vegas. Are you making the, this up the cab- based on no, what no, no. I would like? The, <laughs> the car breaks down in this hick town and um, they stay with Stockard Channing, who is like this, like, stay-at-home, beaten wife. Oh it's God. not like it's split, like she is, you know, it's like uncomfortable, but it's not like they're showing, like they're all staying in there and being very nice. Um, in other towns, like, there's something weird about these women, we can't quite figure oh. out what's going on. They're in drag <laughs> the whole time. Yeah, nice. quite a lot of it. But in the all them. excellent, like every, John Leguizamo is like, Love, he's playing I, like, yeah. I tweet him all the time trying to get He's to playing reply. like a he's little like Latina before. fish who's like so beautiful, oh like God. the local boys who are like him. in their pickup trucks are like, wolf whistling and he's yeah. like mm, you can't afford this honey like <laughs> it is amazing oh, yeah, yeah. yeah it's got like a bad-ish rating which makes me feel oh, like Ron it's going to be great honestly yeah Ron Tomas knows fuck all it's, about films it's better than Pris- Priscilla it's better than Priscilla yeah. Queen of the Desert definitely mm. I am um, I always either picture Stockard Channing in The Good Wife or yes I love in, in the good um, wife. Practical Magic because mm. like Stockard Channing is like an old witch that's my mm. wet dream yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you just got I said it. Yeah. Yeah. Excellent. Uh so we were talking about The Night Witches. A war. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um Yes, so uh yeah. So they became ex- extremely distinguished and proved that women could be uh, as effective in combat as men. Uh they flew twenty six thousand missions, dropped uh twenty thousand tons of bombs. Shit. Which I think bombs are heavy, but that's still it's a lot <laughs> of bombs. Impressive. Yeah. yeah. Um, and they reckon by the end of the war, each of the women had done 800 missions. Wow. Which is insane. Um, the work ethic. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Can I get it? Yeah. No, <laughs> no. probably not. No. In a war, maybe, I reckon you would. Do, what do you reckon you do in a war? Do you reckon I you just think, not be able to handle it? No, I think I could if I wanted to, but I don't think, my, I, don't think I want to survive that, that much. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? I think you'd be running some kind of underground thing in a war. Oh, like I like that. A black market or something. Ah, oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like... Me first in line to conscript myself, and then like. That's just volunteering. You, you know, would die. Yeah. Conscript yeah. yourself. <laughs> we would all get wind that you'd conscript. Um, we'd all get wind. Yeah, we'd all just get wind. <laughs> we'd uh, all get wind that you'd enlisted, and we'd be like, "Oh God, she's go- she's, she's gonna. It. It's mm. so stupid. She's gonna die." And then like two days later, you would be dead. I'd be dead. Meanwhile, yeah. while you've volunteered and you have formed some kind of underground resistance, I'll be hiding under a pile of coats. <laughs> <laughs> Just until the war's yeah, done. Yeah, that all seems true yeah. to character. What yeah. about you, Jada? Uh, I don't know. Definitely wouldn't volunteer. No way. Mm, you could use your like singing powers to be like an OSO, like rally the troops. You could be in in Abigail's underground club. That's like, great. I yeah. feel like you would be like a really good like second in command. Yeah. But great. I can also picture you just like having nothing to do with anything, and you'd just be like one of those jazz singers that leans on a That's piano what I mean. in a bar. Yeah, she's in your yeah. club. Sorry, when I said club, I meant like a nightclub, like a speakeasy. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah, you're like okay. you're like upstairs doing all the business stuff. Like someone comes in and you're like smoking a cigar and drinking some whiskey. No, not a cigar. You're, sp- you're oh, smoking a cigarette on a yeah, stick. We've yeah. established yeah. the yeah. cigarette holder, and then someone comes in and they're like. Uh, uh, 
um, the, the somebody, the, the soldiers, they came and then, and then and you like throw a glass at the thing and be like, get out! <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. yeah. That's how I see it. I don't know why it's the 1920s. And Jad is just lounging on a piano somewhere. Yeah, like, exactly. Not even acknowledging the wall. Either like, that, well, probably be drunk all the time then. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's also a good Either solution. Yeah, or dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those, Fair those enough. Are the two choices. Yeah. Um, yeah. I reckon I, if if it was a war that I agreed with, I'd be I'd be first volunteer. If yeah. it was a war that I disagreed with, I'd be uh, angry. A conscientious objector. Yes. Hmm. I don't know. It depends, though. It's hard to know whether you agree with the war, isn't it? Really. Mm, yeah. Eventually, you have to kind of be like. Like I understand the idea of like being a conscientious, conscientious mm. objector, but in like World War Two, it kind of gets to the point where you're like actually Nazism is not all. Like is everybody, it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like it is like yes, like the chances are you're going to go to war and die. Yeah, but you're, you know, I don't know. It's, I, I mean, don't want to say like, but you're dying to fight. If you're so good, pacifistic that you, you're essentially just allowing genocide, then you're not really a pacifist. Like that's it. I mean, yeah. that's yeah. the problem that we've. Oh God. I mean, we've, we've, taken, through, <laughs> taken a deep we've entered a moral maze. I was just about to get to Syria and then I was like, oh. No, fuck, man. Why would you do time, that? Is it? You know, I there's a story from World War II that I quite like because it brings me a little bit of hope. Oh, yeah. Um, which is um, when the Americans finally decided to get involved. Because don't forget, like... Pretending that they won the war. Yeah, yeah, when it was actually the Russians. Yeah. Um. Like, we'd been, like, fighting for, like, five years or whatever, and Britain was, like, a besieged country. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit like now. <laughs> um, and what happens is, like, the American GIs come over, and they'd be in, like, London or whatever, wherever they were camped, and they'd go into our pubs with all our little tips on the window, like, a good night, sweetheart. Um, and what's weird is the American GIs, the white American GIs, would not, didn't want black or Jewish uh, people in those bars where, where, where they were drinking because they were still racists. Yeah. Um, and they'd be like, oh no, we don't want them in here. And the British people who were tired as fuck with that shit would be like, nope, they're British. They are welcome to drink in any of our establishments. Um, the British public would physically fight the American yes, soldiers yes, to keep it. black people and Jews and women uh, in the pubs. I love that. Yeah. I mean, there were probably some that were racist. I mean, there were definitely yeah. some that were still racist, but like, there's a little bit of like apocrypha. Yeah. Like, somebody has wrote a letter about that somewhere, which is like, we got into a fight with the fucking Yanks because then they probably used lots of racist, racist terms to describe yeah. people. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. And if he wants to come in our bar, that's just fine. Yeah. You can't go out with my daughter, though. Like, you know, yeah. that kind Aww. of like nice racism. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before it got so Let's serious. Let's go back to the yeah. old days. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, 23 members of the Night Witches won the um, award Hero of the Soviet Union. That's like the best award they can yeah, win. Yeah, it really mm. is. Uh, I feel like they should have changed it to heroin. Or maybe they shouldn't. No. No, heroin. Make it non gender specific. (laughs) The award should have been heroin. (laughs) Yeah. I do think about stuff like that. Like, you know, if if you've got a knighthood, I I would want to be a sir. And I wonder whether you're allowed to choose. Yeah. Well, if you're in the military, uh, if you're in the Navy, to to be specific, and you're like um, a woman who's higher higher Mm. station than a man, you're referred to as sir. Love it. Yeah. Love that shit. Yeah. I, yeah, I'd love it. It's confusing yeah. when you're watching Star Trek and they keep calling Janeway, so. Oh, yeah. Mm. But I was like, why are they calling Janeway, sir? She's a woman. She's a lady. Yeah. That's how it works. What a lady. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yes, exactly. My hero. Yeah. Um, yes. 
so unfortunately there are no Russian pilot uh, Russian female pilots in the military today because Russians think it's too stressful for women the end it's um, fucking stressful for men <laughs> yeah I, I mean it's just, I mean, it's it's just, just a stressful, stressful situation, situation isn't, isn't it, it? yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I got a lot, I got a lot of that information. Well, I got information from different sources, um, but the history guy on YouTube was where I got most of that stuff from. No, oh. thanks, history guy. He sounds fun. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I, he's really like, oh, hey, I'm an American. I like history, and he does this whole thing. Um, and well, he like, pretends to be American. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, and he's like, subscribe to my channel. But apart from that, he's. I mean, everyone's. He's quite nerdy. It's, it's all like fine. Like and subscribe. Do they? Yeah. Have you been on YouTube before? Yeah. So that's the Night Witches. That's the Night Witches. Yeah. Cool. Um, cool. I enjoyed both of those equally, I think. Whoa. Mm, well, yeah. yeah. Um, At last. I was a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was a bit worried about the Night Witches because I'd, I'd, I'd read a lot about them and watched a lot of videos about them but I hadn't made very good notes. Mm. And I feel like I did the right amount of talking about them. Yeah. No, that yeah. was good. They were, yeah. they were just awesome. Like, I had heard of them as a concept, I knew, but I, I was like, are they snipers or are they uh, pilots? And I couldn't quite remember. Mm. But I was like, either way, like, any... Well, like, there's, like, a, all, an all-black um, American pilots... Uh, a regiment of regiment. black American pirates, like all the red mm. tails, like anyone where it's like a marginalized group being like, mm. by the way, we're not only going to fucking fight for your country, we're going to fucking do it in the weirdest, craziest way yeah. possible. There's a lot of examples it's like, like really teach you a I went down a bit of a, a YouTube thing, mm-hmm. and there's a, from the Second World War, there's so many different examples of different right. groups of people. Earlier you were got... saying you weren't interested in World War Two, but this is why, are oh, you not interested in history? Yeah. But this is why World War Two is but, actually. Yeah like so fascinating because yeah. there's so many examples of weird things where that, that had to be dealt with like someone had to be like oh that's yeah. Chris, we've the got a- problem it's the stuff that you don't know and they don't teach you that's actually interesting not yeah. the stuff oh, yeah definitely. exactly um yes hmm, cool should we do some correct have we got any corrections um yes a few we always uh, have corrections. There was no such unit as the night witches <laughs> yeah. it was a propaganda the, the country of russia um, doesn't exist <laughs> First correction, both the stories were entirely false. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, the So the the Inklings, the pub that they used to meet at was called the Eagle and Child. The Eagle. Yes. I knew it was some kind Commonly of Commonly known as the Bird and the Baby or just the Bird, which seems ludicrous just picking in. The fucking yeah. writers. Isn't that weird <laughs> about pubs, how they you they always people always think of a nickname for the pub and it's like yeah. just call it the name. The and name they, of the pub. they probably put so much thought into that name. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a pub, what would you call it? I was just gonna ask you that very same question. Well, I often think about the joke in Peep Show, which is we want to call it the 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 Swan and Pedo. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, which is like them meeting it halfway between yeah. like the swan and tomato and free the pedos yeah. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> well, in the middle how about f- I the swan like people wouldn't want to go in that though yeah you, and you don't want to ruin your business do you um i'd choose one of them may one of them maybe from harry potter like mm-hmm. um yeah the three broomsticks or like I don't know the leaky cauldron. Leaky cauldron is good. Like I think like yeah. the leaky cauldron's like is it a play on the broken drum, which is the pub in I don't know Tolkien's book, uh, not in Tolkien's book, in uh, Terry Pratchett's books. I don't think it is. Uh, I think it's th- just... I'll 
mean, poker names are quite formulaic. There's yeah. something, something like, I, I would, yeah. like something that's severed. I always quite like, yeah. like a, the king's head. I mean, it doesn't say that it's severed. In fact, it's not severed. I but actually think of the slaughtered lamb. Ones. Oh no, oh. not that. Um, yeah, the that's ones from, that are like the queen's yeah. arms, the king's yeah. head, when you imagine the it princes, and it's just yeah. like, like why? Yeah, like you could um, have done so much better than that. You could just be like the king's eyeball. The, the That'd be good. Actually, I would. I think that's what I'd do. I'd just get real specific and weird with it. Yeah, the monkeys. T- Chester. <laughs> you were, you were going to go with testicle. I almost... I, actually, oddly, I wasn't no, thinking... No. For once, I wasn't thinking testicle. I was thinking Tetris set, and then I was like, there's no such thing as a Tetris set. Yeah, what's a Tetris set? That was like, exactly, brain, yeah. Like, I was like, Tetris set? Like, that's, that's nothing. Um, I actually did think it'd be really fun to do um, the, a... The, the testes and pit vibe. <laughs> <laughs> Something that gives, like, an element of yeah, danger. Yeah, real danger. Yeah. yeah. Like, um... The unaccompanied child in open fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, uh, no, you should have the unaccompanied child and then a pub next to it called the open fireplace. The open fireplace. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be good. Um, I always wanted to do like a dive themed bar. So like it's not a dive bar, but it's themed like a dive bar. That's so you some charge middle like, class bullshit. Yeah. Mm. So you charge like nine pounds for a cocktail. Gentrifying. Nine pounds for like a a beer and the sawdust on the floor and it's called the alcohol <gasps> that's actually pretty good yeah I, I thought that with my own brain the yeah, alcohol I mean. is pretty good yeah yeah um, i don't know what i'd call call one i asked no. i asked a question but you asked a question as well i, I love a themed bar even though they're not yeah. they're a bit they're a bit don't, don't lame and fucking, yeah themed bar i'm fucking down I for love, the best drinking i've it. ever done in my life well i don't know if it's the best drinking i've ever done but one of my favorite times i've ever been drinking is it um medieval times in, okay, yeah, in Toronto and I really got into it and I was like can we have one of the like the pictures of ale medium <laughs> and she was like oh you want a picture of it you want a picture of ale and I was like oh yeah I forgot you're Canadian <laughs> yeah. yeah I was like, oh, actually but, from the middle yeah. you just want to be able to laugh while you drink basically. yeah basically I was like when do we get to have a go on those horses like we can just go down there was it you that told me that story about going to the Australian themed mm, yeah I went to in... an outback ranch in yeah. Florida <laughs> and they were like um I often like imagine the sign. I read it as though it was written in Australian, which is like, "Dare you drink a, a full pint of Foster's Blocker?" <laughs> uh, which like I was like twenty That's, years old, so drinking a pint of Foster's was like was just yeah, actually yeah. beneath Not, me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Americans probably do think that. Yeah, well, a we lot. I was there with like a friend, and we were like, "Oh yeah, well, can we have a pint of Foster's?" Like, whoa, we got like we got like two like real Bruces up in here. <laughs> And then, like, by our fourth pint, they were bored of being impressed by it. Yeah. We could see that they were, like, every time you order them, someone's supposed to be like, whoa. You're like that a is real a real, real yeah. weird cultural divide. Yeah. You yeah. guys are so weird. Yeah. But who? The Australian? It's not the our Australian. Our American the, listeners. Yeah, the American, American listener. Yeah. 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 That's literally the weirdest thing about America. Yeah. <laughs> Can't think of anything worse. No. No. Um, more corrections oh, you sure, yeah. you know this you were not being literal about this i know but i just thought we'd qualify um it was 1941 when women were brought into conscription um but women with children were, were exempt and a lot of women were just like left in occupations like nursing and teaching so mm. basically like two women <laughs> were conscripted makes sense yeah, yeah. is that in the uk yes oh, cool 
uh, and planes can't fly steady at low altitudes because of air resistance. The air is just too dense. So the higher you fly, the thinner the air gets and the less resistance there is and the less fuel it takes. Ah, Smart. that's actually really yeah. interesting. Like, cause I didn't know, cause I kind of, that's a thing that I would have normally researched but I didn't have time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I was it's just like, oh the yeah, type of thing they you could can, fly lower than other planes. Yeah, and... you can basically just think about it for a while and figure yeah, that out, but it's good to, to know it. the specifics. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is yeah. it. Well, that that's everything. good. Yeah. Oh, neat. Feels like we rattled through this one real quick, but I don't think we did. I think it is longer than mm. we had two. I've I, I actually drank full two beers, which I don't normally do. I've drank one and, and the, the, but the second one like I really have like, been trying yeah. down because I'm. I realised we were coming to an end. Is anyone else's fish hot? Really? Hot, I don't understand yeah. why it's so hot in here in the little podcast booth that we've made. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So for the listeners, we've moved to a new office. And we've made our own little podcast booth. We'll put some pictures on Instagram. Yeah, we should. Mm-hmm. It's a much nicer office. Yeah, and a much more sympathetic podcasting environment. Mm-hmm. We hope. We'll see how this recording turns out. Yeah, that's true. Thanks. Cool. Oh, yeah. Uh, so follow us on Instagram, his, at his crazy story. Uh, also follow the overtake uh, at the, the overtake, overtake on everything. <laughs> And please subscribe to our Patreon, please. 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 Um, and Should we do Your harmonising whininess yeah. was <laughs> terrifying. It's <Yeah. though. laughs> horrible. <laughs> if you joined it, it would have been like... It, it would have been beautiful. I could you have know had the like aliens a... from Toy Story that just oh, make yeah. that noise? Yeah. That it's actually guys. incredible that I remembered that because I haven't seen that movie in like a decade and mm. I really thought I might have been making that up. No, but, mm. but that sounds right. That's yeah. a real thing. Should we do the whole thing where we're like, it's just 57p a week. Give us... Yeah, that'd be good, actually. Um, There you go, you did it. That was it. It was just 57p a week. Yes. Yeah. At the, at the, although I realised they add, they add VAT on afterwards, so that actually yeah. Someone told like me about that. And it actually like works a, out like sixty three p. Yeah, which is so, really nice. Yeah, yeah, that's just. I think I might yeah. adjust it there, and, or I might put a little apology in the in the in the blurb that I've written. Well, that Ethan wrote that I adapted for the Ethan the liar. Ethan the liar. Yeah. yeah right. Oh God, we've got to we've <laughs> got to stop just talking about Ethan at all because every week there's an Ethan correction. <laughs> That was a weird noise. I was going to say, I mean, it's nice, really, that Ethan comes up a lot, but... Yeah. Like yeah, because we... His spirit's it, it, still yeah. here. It's like having a, Even a little brother away. for me or an older brother for you, Abigail. Yes. And, uh... Maybe a younger brother for me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just was going to do, like, some kind of distant cousin thing, like, as if you were kind of the weird cousin. No. But I couldn't, I couldn't think quick enough. I think in this equation, I'm the regular one and all three of you are the weird cousins. Yeah. Actually, I think... <laughs> but that the, makes you the the outlier you're the weird yeah. one no but by society's views yeah. <laughs> i think we're the mum and dad of this company mm, unfortunately really. I, don't, yes. I don't like to, <laughs> i don't like to admit um you're the big sister abigail in in this scenario even though you're the same age eventually as a lot of the i'll other team graduate to to alcoholic aunt Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, like that's what I want to be. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. Not, not. I mean, not really. Not to make light of alcoholism. I would no. just like to always have a cocktail in my hand. But yeah. But if, if alcoholism's coming for you anyway, you might True. as well just yeah. embrace it. Yeah. That's embrace. definitely not a good message. No. Don't. no. <laughs> um, if alcoholism is coming for you, please seek help. Get help. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. No. 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 Stop, everybody. What? We have to thank Jada oh, for producing. Yeah. Jada Come on. in the room with us right She's now. She's literally thank right so there. Many times now. <laughs> oh, yeah, we haven't done any of the thank yous. Yeah. Um, Jada Aurelia. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying. Yeah, you're um, getting real close to pronouncing a name like Areola, though, which I don't mm, like. Oh, don't no. do the accent because no. it's. Um, I think, yeah, but oh, you, really? you can't do it without. Right. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Do I, I, I don't get it. Oh, really? Okay. Annika Vadical, who is a social media person. If you interact with her on social media, that is who you're interacting mm-hmm. with. Have we let. Have we told her about Annika and the Radicals yet? I think she should actually just change her name to Annika Radical. I don't think Annika she listens Radical. to the podcast, otherwise no. I think no, she, she would definitely have doesn't. Mentioned. So we're going to have to <laughs> tell, it, just tell, yeah. it. tell it to her. Yeah. It's um, a good of a name to go to. It is. Yeah. 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 I, I would change my name by Deedpole. Yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about what you would change your name to? Yeah, you I did my name. Oh, yeah, you did? Yeah. yeah. Oh, did yeah. you not? I didn't know that about you. What the, the whole thing about name? me having two names? Yeah, I kind of vaguely knew it, but I just yeah. didn't know what the other name was. Well, it's only our business. <laughs> you've got three. Well, yeah. three like ah, cause alter you've got, egos. You've got your social got your social yeah. media musician name. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I oh, mean, it's not even I that. Actually, what? What? Tell us all your names. Oh. Yeah, like yeah, as you can probably guess, like Italian version of yeah. Marion and. Hmm. Yeah. Well, Anna, I think you get Anna. Uh, we have Anna. Uh, Marie, we have, but we also have Mary, which is a mm. much more. So I think it's a version of one of one or both of those. Um, mm. Very nice. So everyone else, Mary, Mary, and it bothers me. What? Say again. Some people pronounce Mary. Yeah, Mary. 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 Even though it's M A R Y. Mary. Like yeah, because like, like, like Mary is a different name. Like, yeah. Like Christmassy. Yeah. 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 My wife Beth had a middle name, and um, <laughs> she legally removed it from her. Even though it's fucking sick. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Can we, will she allow us to? I don't think. She, I asked her the other day, like, "Do you want to listen to the podcast?" And you're like, um, "I'm actually listening to something else. It's called Over My Dead Body." <laughs> Uh, yeah and then she kept saying that and she's actually listening to a murder podcast called over my dead body Um, but she was also she was doing two things at once yeah she knew what she was doing Um, yeah yeah, no she legally tell everyone what it Uh, is will she be mad if you say it she will she won't listen I'd like 50 listeners yeah but I'll I'll tell you next week I'll check with her come back no it has a I mean, I'll, we, t- I'll tell you. We listeners. know what it is yeah. anyway. <laughs> it is, it is an exciting animal. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it is. It, if you ever used to watch Coronation Street, it's a Where name of going? someone who used to be on Coronation Street. Well, Gil Platt. If you're a fan of Gil Platt, if you're a fan of like Peter Parker, it's part of his alter ego. Oh yeah, that was a good idea. Well, you've just got it's so obvious. Yeah, yeah. You have to cut that. So you have to say it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, if that was my middle name, I would go by that. Like, was, yeah, right. Yeah. No one would know it what my actual name was. Spider, yeah, signing it, Spider. Yeah, Spider yeah. Yeah. But you got rid We're of there it. We're there now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Abigail, what's your middle name? Tell the listeners. No. Kumquat. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it was Kumquat, it's, I, I think would it's embrace cute. it. I think it's cute. Tell them. Kirby. I yeah. think it's cute. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, sorry, that was over the top. I, uh, yeah. No. No, Kirby's no, a nice name. Are you named after the? What you put in your hand? It doesn't yeah. go with the rest of my name. No. Are you named after the little pink monster? I don't actually know. I don't know. Like it's best not to ask. Is no, my, no. My, basically, my biological dad wanted it to be my first name, and my mum was ah. like over my dead body. Ah. Um, yeah. So yeah. she, she listens just listens to yeah. um, So she just settled for middle name, but. It, it doesn't go with the first name she gave mm. me, so she really just screwed me. 
I my middle name is Francis, which is I a perfectly really acceptable like name. And actually, if it had been my first name, would have been fine. I would have gone with Frankie, which is fine. Oh, Rick's point of face. I prefer Francis to Fran- yeah. Frankie. Oh, to be yeah, honest, weird. it has. Oh. Yeah. I don't. I just don't use. It's my of name. like a certain time, and it's like yeah. popular like again Abigail. now. Yeah, Abigail's yeah. Same fairly era. timeless. A- yeah. Like yeah. Abigail is going to sound weird, but your name is on brand. Oh, your personality's on brand with your name. Yeah. Your name came first, so your personality followed. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, it's got a nice like 1602 Salem feel to it, yes. which I like. Yeah. yeah. Um, Abigail yeah. Williams. It's a, it is a yes. big top witch name. Although mm. um, a lot of Northern people, it's pronounced like Abigail, like an A, mm. and a lot of Northern people pronounce it Abigail, and it really yeah. makes me cringe. Oh, I'm yeah. going to try to stop doing that. that. Do you do it? Yeah, I think okay. I do. Abigail. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Yeah. Hit it. Oh dear, sorry. Really hit it. Oh. I'm, I might. I'll just switch it to Abby or Abba. Yeah, <laughs> Abba's a good one. Yeah. Um, my my friends' phones used to autocorrect to Abby or Abbo, so those are my nicknames now. You can call me Abby if you like. Abby, yeah. yeah. Classic guy. We should just end this. Yeah. yeah. This is nonsense. This well, is ramble. Yeah. Podcast over. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs>